Thank you for joining us today. Today we'll be welcoming a panel to discuss the welcoming of the COVID-19 vaccine that has been brought to our community and to the rest of the world. Today we'll be talking to Dr. Whitehair, Mr. Ed City, and Allie Young. Um, I'll be your moderator for this piece. My name is Laurel Shepard. And I am here with Johns Hopkins University Center for American Indian Health, and we work across the board um, within public health. Um, I would like for Dr. Whitehair to introduce himself. Hello. Can you, um, hello, I'm, I'm Dr. Whitehair. I'm a family physician at Northern Navajo Medical Center. Um, I'm a, originally from the Monument Valley area and I've been working at the at Chiprock Hospital for past four years. Thank you, Dr. Whitehair. We appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Um, next, um, we welcome Mr. Anson at City. Um, go ahead, Mr. at City. Yeah, Kachin, that should say, Connison, the Shunale, Anson, it's city senior inch, yeah. Nostlation, not Hetaka, London, a shark, it is Chino, Riahoa. I, my name is Anson, it's city. I was born and raised in many farms as a traditional culture way. And uh, today, uh, with DHA organization as a board of director, Chinle agency, and also board person as well. And then I uh, was a uh, with the organization ABNDN, Chinle chapter president. And then I teach at NTU in there as a professor for a Navajo foundation, Navajo culture. So that's what I'm doing today. Thank you. Yeah, Mr. Ed City. And next we welcome Ali Young. Um, hello everyone, I'm happy to be here. I am the director of Protect the Sacred. I am currently in Farmington, New Mexico and I'm from Kirtland, New Mexico. Yeah, thank you everyone. Um, today we'd like to start um, to have a conversation about the COVID-19 vaccine that has been um, available, made available to our frontline workers initially. And we'd like to, to ask Mr. Ed City here to lead us in a story or an opening in regards to how this relates to our people here on on, on our lands here. Oh, yeah, the vaccine. Um, as an organization, DHA, we do talk about in our meetings. And then uh, I, uh, we did uh, do some nameless uh, that who wants to uh, get the vaccine, the medicine people, the front line. I've been going, going around asking people. And most of them are saying that, hey, uh, we kind of have a little thought with that vaccine. And they wanted to see, uh, wanted the front line get the, get the vaccine first and see how the reaction's at. That's where they're at on these uh, uh, medicine people, medicine men that are out there and medicine ladies. Most of them, but few of them, they say they want to try it. So um, I do, 
I do think about it like that too, but um, I'm not not doubting it, but um, just go along with the people, you know. But I do trust it. And uh, a while ago, I heard that it's been tested on a lot of thousands of people before it's been sent out here. So, so and the and and the culture way, um, way back in 1918. There was a, a Spanish flu that came around. I heard in the story, and my dad always uh, talk about it. My dad said he was uh, six years old. A lot of people died from that. Some of them, the whole family. There was this uh, sheep, sheep in the corral that nobody to open the gate for. It, it came to that point. He says. And there was there was a tobacco tobacco that used mount, mountain tobacco then. He start not oh legend ape start all day. Eight today, I I I use that on a COVID patient. So I do help people uh, that has COVID and then uh, that has gone through COVID. COVID, excuse me. with that course, so that's that's what I do today, and then. Um, that's all I have for now. Yeah, Mr. Ed City. Um, going off of that, um, Dr. Whitehair, talking about the safety of the vaccine coming in, um, can you tell us more about where this started and the um, trials initiated from and a little bit more about that piece? <clears throat> um, so uh, um, the uh, uh, the. China released the the, the, the the sequence of COVID on uh, on January 10th. Five days later, the uh, the, the NIH um, the, and Moderna were already uh, working on the the, the the construct of the the RNA of the virus. There is um, uh, sorry, the RNA vaccine. Uh, the, the, there's um the already about six uh, the diseases which uh, we had the new um the RNA of uh, the, the vaccine to, uh, to, Technology and RNA vaccines for so um so uh, uh, we uh, um the the NIH thought uh, this was the, the best uh, the platform to do to 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 have the most um efficacious vaccine and two months after that after it, so it, it it uh in two months they they completely designed and made the vaccine and then they then they started phase one trials. In um in March, so the the the, the Pfizer trial uh, was a forty four thousand large, and the the, the Moderna was a uh, was thirty thousand um large. Uh, that that is a good sizable um um size for a, a vaccine trial, but in normal times we would like to have waited six to eight months to uh, to to. to uh, to see um, the, uh, the, the, any of uh, the um, uh, possible like long-term effects, but given given just how, how dire the situation was, um, uh, uh, the, the FDA did have the emerging use uh, uh, authorization like rollout. We are probably going to vaccinate about 40 million people by Christmas, so we'll have really good. We'll know how how safe it is, um, because because about twenty million in the United States will be vaccinated, and um, the twenty million in in Europe will be will be like vaccinated. 
So we'll have really good safety, not, not kind of long-term safety data, but but I, I guess great great safety data by, by Christmas. Thank you. So a lot of the base of this testing had already been developed and it was just, uh, they worked off of that base already to um, start their trials. So it just, the whole vaccination process, the whole study process didn't start from square one, right? Right, we already have several mRNA vaccines and we just put the COVID sequence for the spike protein, which is part of the wall of the virus. So this is a synthetic virus, this is a synthetic RNA. There's no biologic, there's no bacteria, there's no virus vector, there's no uh, egg, um, it's it's all uh, synthetic, and we make you make a little bit of the wall of the the, the, the virus for about a day, um, and and it, it it probably like breaks down in um in uh, in uh, in two days, and 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 so be, be, because you make the, uh, the 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 spike protein, your your body sees that and figures out how to how to uh, fight it. Thank you. So when they started testing on those um, thousands of people with the two different vaccines, um, can you elaborate a little bit more on the population that it was tested on and where? Oh my gosh, uh, there, there was many sites across the, the, the United States, including on, on Navajo the Nation. They wanted a lot of the different the, the subgroups that, that uh, matched the, the, the population of the, the, the United States. So uh, both um, the Pfizer study got about a 30% Hispanics, about a 20% Hispanics in the, the Moderna trial, 10% African-American um, in both the trials they got about one percent um the american indian then they they also got immunosuppressed people with chronic disease they got um uh, the they, they tried to get a, 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 a um a, a good am amount of the, the the elderly and then and then they even kind of push down to to, to 16 years old so, so it was very targeted to get as many subgroups as we could so we knew it it, it was safe in different nationalities different immunocompromised states. Thank you. So a lot of testing was already completed on with the world population in mind and different minority groups were all tested. Um, Ali, do you have anything to add to this? Are there any concerns within the youth groups or anything that have come up um, in your work? Yeah. Um, so I, I started um, posting about it the other day um, after I was able to witness some of the frontline workers uh, received the vaccine. And um, so I've been looking through some comments and, and such, but through the work as well, uh, certainly seeing some concerns, um, some people noting that, um, you know, asking whether this takes five to 10 years off of your life. That's one um, thing that I've heard. Another thing that I've heard is that, um, you know, um, that it affects um, fertility. So for women, I've heard um, folks talking about, you know, whether that's, um, you know, th they would like more information about that. And, you know, these are all sort of, um, you know, the, the rumor mill out there, um, but certainly valid concerns that we do want to address 
um, and um, with, with with science and data. And um, so as, as far as like the, the different age groups um, from the youth perspective, there's, our youth are always very challenging, you know, challenging um, the narrative, which is great, you know, that's what we need more of. Um, but, um, you know, some, some of the concerns I'm hearing is that, um, you know, this is a new uh, vaccine, it's a new drug that's entering our communities. And, you know, whether we should trust something that is coming from the federal government, uh, considering our, the historical trauma of our communities and what we've witnessed throughout history. Um, and, you know, kind of this um, pushback on and being, quote unquote, guinea pigs. And um, so that, that's, you know, those are some concerns that I absolutely understand um, as we, you know, we are indigenous peoples and we have faced these, um, these very um, oppressive um, strategies uh, throughout history. Um, but at the same time, I also hear hope from our community because we've been through so much these past nine months and we've seen so many of our relatives pass away and it's been very, very dark for our communities um, in Navajo Nation, but across Indian country. And we have been the most vulnerable. There was a point in time that we were um, the number one hotspot in this country in the world per capita. And um, so, you know, uh, those are things that I see, um, you know, as far as the vaccine um, giving hope to a lot of people because um, we're, we want to get to a place of normalcy. We want to defeat this monster. Um, we want to see our families again. Native people are very family oriented and we're very close um, with our relationships. And, um, and I know that there's that um, eagerness to get back to that way of life, um, to gather for ceremonies and um, you know all the, the birthday parties, the first laugh parties, et cetera. Um, and so those, those are some of the, the feedback that I'm hearing so far. Thank you. So talking about going back to some of those uh, major safety concerns and um, talking about um, some of those um, stuff in the rumor mill, um, Dr. Weyer, what can you share on what the, um, on those pieces in regards to allergic reactions, maybe even long-term side effects and some and kind of debunk those rumors? Um, so I, I think it's five people in the United, the United States and in uh, in Britain uh, suffered a, a severe of allergic reaction, or they needed epinephrine and be admitted to the hospital. They are alive. Um, they uh, and doing well, well per uh, per uh, the media reports. But if you do have a history of severe allergic reaction. Um, you should you, you should tell the, the the vaccine people and have um an epipen um like handy but but it's to be expected when you when you give um 10 million people or 20 million people a new substance some like five people are 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 going to be severely like allergic to it some people are allergic to ibuprofen or insulin or or even like uh the steroids you wouldn't think that someone would be allergic to like a steroid that is anti-allergic, but some people are. It's just 
in the the, the formulation, uh, it's it's uh, exceedingly rare. But if uh, if you do have a history of severe allergic reactions, you should be monitored for uh, thirty minutes. The uh, the fertility is is complete um, misinformation. Uh, there there uh, that there is no no known uh, 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 the fertility the issue with the with uh, either of the, COVID, the, the vaccines uh, the, the the dart data the, the mammalian uh, da, uh, data on uh, pregnant mammalian should be about out in about two to three weeks so we'll have have animal data on pregnancy with these two uh, the, the vaccines COVID does cause uh, like infertility. In males, it uh, the, uh, the the affects uh, the the gonads in males. So COVID can uh, make you um um that make men um the the, uh, the infertile or or at least um infertile for for some time. Um, as far as uh, so we do not have any long term data on either the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccine because they just haven't been in exist human existence for a. A, a long time. The uh, the, the uh, Moderna and Pfizer both asked for uh, to, to two months uh, longer to, uh, to 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 look at or to to follow the uh, the, the uh, trial candidates for two more um, months, and so that's that's all we have. Um, uh, normally, we we are following the 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 the. the uh, the, the trial of the people for for us six to what to eight months, if not a a, a, a year out, um, and we do uh, know that 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 COVID does reduce your your life expectancy by about ten to to twelve years due to the the uh, the, uh, the the damage to the the uh, the lung and heart. Thank you. So there are um, with like all medication that's new out there or being developed. There's a lot of trial that it goes through and scrutiny that goes through and testing that still needs to be done. Um, with, that in, um, with that in mind, um, looking from a traditional perspective, Mr. Edsity, um, when it comes to helping people, we know that everyone is built differently and how we respond to, to medication, whether it's from science or from, um, a diagnostic testing saying that you need to have a blackening ceremony or things like that done. Do you have any input in regards to speaking to the safety of um, this vaccination that's coming to help our people? Yeah, I think uh, most of the people are thinking about where does this uh, medicine coming from or vaccine coming from? See, back, back in early uh, early days, um, we came across that uh, I think it was penicillin or some kind of a shot, some kind of a, a medicine. There was a rat poison in it, okay? So, and then also aspirin, anison. There was a, a, a poison ivy was in there. That's what we found out. I think that's where that's what they're thinking about, because if, if it's anything like rat poison or poison ivy in the medication or medicine, we cannot take those kind of things, you know, 
I think that's where most of them are thinking about it. Where is it coming from? What is, what is it? What has been together, put put together? That some of them are they're, they're questioning that. So um, just for the safety, you know, um, if there is none of those stuff in there, then we. Uh, uh, for me, for me, I admit it. Uh, I mean, I I agree to 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 get it since I'm helping a lot of uh, COVID patients. So so that's that's that in traditional way, and um, in traditional way, um, I think the bottom line is being active early in the morning, long time ago, to build up your uh, health immune system. Act early in the morning, be out there, run in the morning, breeze, inhale that breeze in the morning. All the blessing is coming from that morning stuff. And then if you do that a lot, you know, you're, 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 you're toughening up yourself and you have a good immune system through your health and which, which can, can fight against any, any of the virus or any of uh, sickness. Or winter time, do a snow bath early in the morning. Do a snow bath and toughen up yourself with that. And also, as food-wise, horse meat is a good vaccine. That's what we, they used to eat a long time ago, winter time. So none of that flu comes to their to their system. So that's that's some of the things that uh, they talk about. Thank you. So coming from the thought process of the traditional piece that you provided, Mr. Etsidi, and bringing that along with what our doctors and our scientists are telling us is remain active. So there's a lot of um, similarities in what is being prescribed. Take care of yourself, drink your water, um, get up early. So there's a lot of those um, similarities and um, prescriptions being given out basically that are very similar. And this is another type of medicine that'll help our people. Um, with that in mind, um, are there any additional rumors or anything that you'd like to address coming from Ms. Young or um, Mr. Whitehair? Thank you. Yeah, um, so yeah, um, no, no, we're talking about um, if there are any rumors, you mentioned how um, there was some rat poisoning and stuff put in other different vaccines in the past. Um, are there any, um, I was asking Dr. Whitehair um, to kind of address that in regards to what's inside this um, okay. new vaccine. So the, uh, the um, this uh, vaccine heavily uh, scrutinized. Um, uh, they did a, a public uh, the FDA uh, review, which normally is not uh, the public, it's boring, it's on, you know, like, um, so because, because it's so heavily scrutinized and it's, um, like, it's, it's not a generic medicine. Like it's, it, it, it is, uh, it's really highly sought after reviewed medicine that, um, uh, so there's like, like, there's no like rat poison. There's no cutting corners. There's no, that like all the ingredients are, 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 are known like the, the um, what I'm trying to say is, is, is this is like a, a designer, like, uh, like medication, 
like that they wouldn't even give to Native Americans. You like that they, that I just probably couldn't even afford in like like normal times. But like like because like, uh, Bill Gunners would probably want it like for themselves. So the the ingredients are absolutely known to be um, benign and and uh, and safe. And there's no uh, there was no uh, corners cut on um, on on either uh, of the two like vaccines from from Pfizer or, or um, uh, Moderna. I think okay. so. We've got like the high gray turquoise in in, in when it comes to <laughs> the ingredients <laughs> with the vaccine, huh? That's the good stuff. Allie, do you have something to add? Yeah. So the other day I was talking to one of my friends, um, and I was telling her that. I was with the with the physicians who were receiving their vaccines, and she said, "She was like, oh my God, were you with them right after?" And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, we had our masks on and everything. Like, we should still continue to do those things." And she's like, "I know, but you know, don't be around them." And I'm like, "Why?" And she and so to her, she was she thinks that receiving the vaccine, you like get COVID. Um, but, uh, you know, I know that you get symptoms and you either soreness and things like that, but I just wanted to, um, uh, you know, raise that, um, so that you could address it, uh, Dr. White here from, you know, medical perspective. Okay. So it's an MR, it's, it's synthetic genetic material. So it's not even real, real genes. Um, but your cells can read it and interpret it and make, make the make one little part of the virus protein. There's a lot of components to the virus. This is just one little part of the wall. And that's, and once your body makes that, so we inject genetic blueprints into you and your own cells make that spike protein, the COVID spike protein. And then once that's in your blood, your, your body, figures out how to fight it and recognize it. It takes the cell, it, they, these little Pac-Man cells called macrophages, they eat it up and they show other cells and the cells learn how to, how, how to fight it. When, when you learn how to fight a, a virus, you get like sick, like you get like um, fatigue, achy, and that's your body's way of telling you to slow down because it's spending all its energy on learning how to fight what you have in you. You don't have COVID. Your body thinks you have the COVID for a few hours or a day, but you don't. But it's learning how to fight it at that time. And it kind of wants you to kind of maybe take it easy. Like um, uh, you might have like, um, uh, like achy muscles or, or chills for a few hours or a day. And then, and then it, it, um, it goes away. And then when we give you the the booster, um, the three weeks later, your body has been trained how to, how to fight COVID. So once it sees that spike protein again, it thinks you have COVID and it, it mounts. So what, 30% to 20% have um, achy and chills and because your body's kind of slowing down and really f figuring out how to how to uh, fight it. That's when um, a, a week later uh, you have um, 90% uh, 95% um, um, the, the immunity, but like, thank but, you for that. It, it's synthetic genetic material. It does not have the COVID virus does not have any like bacteria, virus vector, or 
any type of a biological like uh, like agent. Thank you for that. That's very much um, thinking about how um, the breakdown of that that you've provided is very much um, coming from a cultural perspective. You're thinking about the ceremonies and all those words that have to be pronounced correctly. That is very similar to that's what came to mind when I was you were talking about the the synthetic DNA mRNA. Um, those pieces when the medicine are prescribed with um, when somebody needs a blackening or a certain type of ceremony or a wind fix, um, there's these little pieces that they have to get right. And that's the medicine to fix that. And um, thank you for, for bringing that up and explaining that to us. Um, so moving on with um, once vaccinations are available, granted they are right now currently only um, with our frontline workers, which also include our, our, our traditional practitioners, our Hattathis, um, what is the next month going to look like? And starting to talk about safety as well, and still masking up. Um, what are the um, what do you predict, or what are the recommendations that are being put out there, even after the vaccine has been administered? So uh, the, the the vaccine takes a you, you need the, the the booster. So you're not immune until that 28 days after the the uh, the, the vaccine. So, um, we don't know if it's a sterile uh, the immunity. Um, in the Moderna trial, uh, um, 70 uh, uh, about, about the two thirds were unable to transmit it. So. We're, we're, we we don't know this, but we're thinking maybe some people can get a very mild COVID infection, but it's still in the nasopharynx, so they might be able to still uh, uh, spread it. Um, th this would be a, a, the minority of of of, 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 of patients, but um, but uh, given that given that five percent get the shots and don't get like immune and given the just the high of prevalence we are still like asking people to mask up social distance wash hands and we just we just we just got out of maybe like five days ago um a post the thanksgiving surge that you can see in the the, the navajo nation data and just like you can see this this the cases were coming down and nine days after Thanksgiving, they went like right back up for uh, for two weeks. So um, please, please social distance for, uh, for, for Christmas. Don't come together like this time. We have a vaccine. We're, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's winter time and it's cold and pe people are kind of forced to, into, into a, uh, the houses to uh, to, to congregate, um, but if, if 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 you can kind of safely visit your your family, to like not come close, but even like outside or look after their animals or show them the sheep you're going to buy them, like um, just like uh, just to pre prevent a post Christmas and a post uh, New Year's surge because there are many hospitals on the the, 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 the reservation that are nearing capacity or over uh, uh, capacity and we want to be able to take to take care of you like you get sick and we don't want you to get get to get to get a like sick at all and you know um just seeing like so many so many people pass has just been absolutely tra traumatic I've, I've never seen so many 
patients uh, to, to, to succumb to a disease in such a, uh, the, the, a short amount of time. Our hospitals like almost at 300% of the capacity, we've kind of changed our, our, our setup. And all I do is, um, is COVID like, uh, like inpatient. Um, and, and so I, I would just beg you to, to for, for these, for this like holidays, try to please us at social distance. And um, you very much um, that, Dr. White. Um, and Ali, I wanted to ask you to elaborate on our youth because um, a lot of our youth, as you know, are off reservation in schools and um, coming home for the holidays. What is that? Um, can you provide a little bit of input for that piece for our youth that are very much um, the leaders for the next generation and um, everybody's looking to them for this next piece too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just wanted to, before I go into that, it's kind of related though, um, just to clarify that first part that you were talking about, Dr. Whitehair. So uh, so folks who have received the vaccine, um, you know, it's very important that they get that, that booster that you were talking about. Um, and until then, um, be very careful because th there's a chance, a small chance, but that they could all still get the Still get the virus? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. So um, with the the the, the booster for uh, sorry with the Pfizer vaccine, um, you get about the fifty two percent chance of immunity. With the Moderna, it's higher. I think it's 80, 82 or um. Anyway, please get the the booster twenty one days later, so you have like ninety five percent. Like so you so you have these vaccines are like really really good. Um, but you need the the, the booster to 21 days later to get the the, the, the great um, effect. Great. Um, yeah, and then just to go back to um, the question about the youth, absolutely. As you make your way home to, to be with family during um, the holidays, um, yeah, we are the next generation, you know, the, the next leaders. And... Um, you know, what we've been talking about through Protect the Sacred since, um, since March, it, it, you know, that's why we, we launched is because we, we were calling on our youth to step up as leaders in this moment, um, to be the messengers, to be the ones who, um, you know, are taking the time, if you're at home, to uh, reconnect with your, your grandparents, with your, uh, your, your elders, um, to to learn your culture and your language during this time that we're at home together. If you're not at home and you're coming um, from, you know, school, from college, um, you know, think about that. You know, always have our elders um, at the at top of mind because, you know, that's who we're fighting to protect. It's we're fighting to protect humanity and our people, but certainly we want to prioritize our elders because. You know, our elders are our culture bearers. They're they're the ones who carry all of our ancestral knowledge and our stories that have been passed down from generations or for generations. And um, they're the ones who are most fluent in our language. And you know, we're still learning all of that from them. So you know, just keep that in mind. And you know, and and think about your own grandparents. I always say that to people. Like, just think of your own grandparents. And you know, do you want to see them sick? Do you want to see them in the hospital? 
you know, think about all of the knowledge that they're giving you that is giving you this foundation for your life. Um, and yeah, so just continue, I urge you to wear your mask, even though your family, you know, your wear your mask, that's our, um, you know, our shield in our armor and wear your mask, social distance. Um, and, and yeah, just be very careful, wash your hands, um, disinfect all of those things. It's very important. And, you know, and I, and also something to think about, um, if you've already made plans to come home, you know, just, um, you know, for me, it's, it's okay to sacrifice this time to, to be a part because uh, once we get over this and now there's a vaccine, it's, you know, we're working towards getting, um, coming out of this dark tunnel, uh, there are gonna be many more holidays and celebrations on the other side of this. And that's what, you know, just to keep in mind. Thank you for that heating. Um, warnings to our leaders out there, be a leader in yourself and you have a, an important role to play as an individual and um, in halting this um, pandemic. So uh, Mr. Etsidi, I wanted to go over to you just a little bit to kind of talk about how um, you have advised patients coming to you because you're seeing COVID patients too for help. Um, what has been your um, your instructions to them when coming to see you? Does that continue? How are you advocating for um, getting through this? Well, um, I do use CDC guidelines, PPE, and then I tell people to wear their PPE when I do uh, any ceremony, not not uh, not only COVID patient. So I I did six uh, beauty way ceremony ever since July, and uh, things are quiet. So uh, I I do use that guidelines and um, sanitize sanitize hands and also perfectly sanitize that and the protection way and even beauty way. You know, I do that. And um, also we did, uh, us medicine people, we did, uh, <clears throat> we did pray about this medicine, the medication that we prayed about this and we researched this along the way with our prayers in the spiritual way. So that's why I, I kind of um, feel better about it. And uh, myself, personally myself, you know, I kind of trusted the vaccine. And uh, so myself, I always say uh, the ceremony, the prayer is the only way to get over things like this, which happened in the back before. So, the protection way, ceremonies, protection way, singing and everything. You know, that's the only way to, to survive with this vaccine. That's, that's how I look at it. So we did research and we did pray about it and sing about this vaccine. So, so I feel better, I feel better with it. And also I have a question for uh, Dr. Whitehair when you get that vaccine, how long 
that's going to stay in your system. One vaccine, how long is it going to take you? Is, is, is it stay in your system for a while or you have to need another shot later on, a couple of weeks or a couple of months? And well, how is that right there, Dr. Whitehair? I don't know. I think it stays in there less like, like one day. Um, uh, and I'm inferring that because uh, with, with, with the, the doses, like people don't have any symptoms on a day two or more. If the mRNA molecule was still in there and we, it, it, we would be responding to it like we had COVID. And and we don't. It's all. It's only like what, a tw twenty-four hour period, and that molecule seems to be not very stable. And they probably designed it that way that that would like go away, because um, it, it's it's very like a, like finicky. You have to have a negative ninety degrees, and you can only like like I, it 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 does not seem to be a very stable uh the like molecule. So I. I haven't seen any data, but I think it's gone by day two because it, if it was still in your system, you wouldn't need a booster. You wouldn't need it again. If it was still there, it was still uh, like doing its thing. But, uh, but, uh, but, 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 but I don't know that, that that's what I'm, um, that I'm um, inferring, but I, I think it's a very short lived um, molecule that just uh, uh, de de degrades by, by day two. Okay, one more question. Thank you. Um, one more question. Um, if a person has a COVID already, like very sick from COVID, if that person received the vaccine, will the person get well right away, or it's going to take time, or is this for prevention? This is for uh, pre prevention. Um, uh, they are probably, if they had a very bad course uh, of COVID-19, they are probably immune for, we're, we're thinking, uh, a year. Um, they have made antibodies to this, and they will recognize COVID the next time they see it and be able to fight it off. Um, the thing about um, COVID dysregulates the immune system. And it makes your body attack itself. It causes this autoimmune state and your lungs can get scarred causing a type of pulmonary fibrosis or your heart, it can destroy the valves or it, it cause like heart failure. Um, uh, it can go almost anywhere and, and cause, cause uh, uh, d d damage. So, so there is a substantial amount of people who have COVID has just caused an autoimmune disease where the body has, is continually attacking itself for, uh, for, for months. Um, this vaccine though, it, um, it, 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 it teaches you how to fight it. So um, the CDC and the, the ACIP is recommending that everybody get the, the vaccine because the antibodies you make with the vaccine are higher than the, if you got the, the, the COVID um, infection. So it's a prevention. You actually get COVID, but your body is able to fight it off before anything bad like, bad, like, uh, like happens. So it, it enters your mucous membranes, but how once it's in there, your body like recognizes it and um and fights it off. Thank you. And can you just clarify that um, with the vaccine, it stays in your body um, 
one day, but the, the, um, it doesn't mean the immunity leaves. Yeah, no, so it, it takes at least like 14 days for the, the macrophageal Pac-Man to talk to the T cell to get into the germ, to get into this lymph node. And it has to like, they have to like talk and hang out for like a few days. And then the B cell has to go away and then turn into another cell. And so it's, it, 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 yeah, uh, the, the immunity take, takes, takes a, a, a 20 day process. And what was the, the other? A question again? Hysteresity. No. Huh? Uh, yeah. Um, how much a dose, how much a dose that one person can, can get on that uh, vaccine? There's different levels. I can't remember. I, I, like 100 micrograms or something. I, I don't know. It's a, um, very small. Um, uh, it's, it, it's, uh, it's fairly, uh, I, I, I think it's a very small, small amount. Um, yeah, so when uh, uh, we mix it in a in a, in a bunch of of uh, of, uh, of normal saline, so we get the, uh, the the first dose and then the the next dose, twenty one days um, later. Okay, so so you get another one after twenty one days, the same dose or more or less? Oh, oh, uh, the the same dose. The same dose. Okay. Thank you guys for that very, very much. Um, before um, we transition to our closing pieces, are there um, any statements that you'd like to um, make in regards to speaking to your community, coming from a science perspective, coming from a Hatafli perspective, and coming from a youth advocacy perspective? What are your um, warnings, your wisdom that you would like to share with um, our communities out there. And we'll start with you, Miss Young. Uh, yeah, I mean, just stay, you know, stay vigilant. We, um, we're doing this together. We already flattened the curve once before. And, you know, we've seen the second wave and um, we're gonna get through it. And now there's a vaccine, so. Um, you know, it is a very exciting time, and I think that we, um, yeah, let's let's trust in in this, and let's um, let's. Um, it, it's something that um, is the beginning of healing for our community. Um, you know, that's the way I see it. It is a sign of of healing that the healing that we need right now, um, and then also just to be. Um, you know, cautious about the misinformation out there, um, what's coming through the comment sections. And, you know, there are um, certainly groups that are um, fo fo are following the leadership of um, our, our current leader of this country who doesn't believe in the science. And, um, and those folks are creeping into our social media and they're Posting things about, you know, the vaccine and and um, and very much a part of that rumor mill and perpetuating all of that and um, and and perpetuating, you know, our our own narratives about, um, you know, being cautious about, you know, drugs and vaccines that come in from the the federal government. But you know, those are just tactics that um, ways of um, discouraging us from 
um, participating in something that um, uh, could it is going to be very healing for our community. Thank you for that. So really looking at uh, factual information and where your information is coming from that you're listening to and also um, seeking out um, our experts. Um, Mr. Whitehair, Dr. Whitehair. I would just like to say um, uh, we're, we're, we have a vaccine. Um, we're uh, like a, half the, the hospitals on the reservation are, um, are struggling. We have so many patients, we're running out of the PPE, everyone's getting burned out. Um, and and to, to please social distance, mask wear, um, wash, kind of keep in your uh, bubble, um, do, it for, do it for your family, do it for your loved ones, do it for the elders. I, you know, I, I I, I just see, I just, I just talked to families who've been devastated, multiple family members dead. And, and I just, I, I, I'm in the hospital trying to save their lives, but, but, but I, I can't get this, uh, this virus is too, uh, too devastating. And, um, um, we, we know how bad COVID is. And um, like it, so in the state of New Mexico, if you get COVID, your chance of death if you're a Native American is 10 times as much if you were a, a Bilagana. So it's, the vaccine is, it, it, it is relatively safe. There has been uh, probably about 40 million, no, but maybe like 20 to 40 million people have been vaccinated around the world by now. And there, there's just been a, a, a few, like a handful, less than a handful of severe allergic reactions and um, no known uh, sequela, but we know the sequela of COVID. You could be fine, 80, 85%, but the majority are fine, but death and, and severe organ damage is the, the alternative. So um, just a, a plea to, 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 uh, to, to follow public health uh, guidance because I've just seen, seen too much death and, um, and suffering. Thank you very much for your work, Dr. Whitehair. That is um, a plea from our healthcare workers and our frontline workers, which also include our Hatalis. Mr. Um, Ed City, do you have any final words of wisdom for our people out there to um, share? Yes. Um, I would say uh, continue praying, continue protection way ceremony, and continue on this calendars holiday that's coming it's not very important it's just another day stay home uh, get your social distance to do ceremony go by CDC guidelines uh, PPE face mask sanitizer uh, facial that's uh, that's about it. And then uh, maybe 
the winter winter ceremonies it's it's kind of uh the ceremony is kind of against things like that virus so that's what as that's i'm just thinking myself you know so hang in there we'll be out of it and uh, we continue to pray for all of you i do that at home by myself i do pray for my people, for everybody. I do pray to get this vaccine going right away. And now I'm gonna start praying about that 5%. You, you're only saying, oh, oh, well, we're 95%, so we're lacking 5%. I will pray about that again to become 100% vaccine. So that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Ryan? I, 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 I got the, 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 the Pfizer vaccine three days ago. I feel great. My arm was sore for two days, but uh, completely no, uh, d d no symptoms. That's amazing. I'm glad you got it. Thank you very much. Um, again, just to kind of recap what our experts here and our advocates are saying here, um, please take care of yourselves during this holiday season. Um, mask up. And um, we, we cherish you guys very much and we want you guys to be safe so we can gather and we can pray and we can be together um, when we meet this light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we're just at the beginning. Um, so please, um, the vaccination is appearing um, to be very safe and has been um, extensively studied um, throughout other people before um, they started studying here. And so, and it has been studying on us too. So those studies are showing to be um, more than safe right now. Um, so continue with your prayers, um, pray for yourself, drink your water. And um, I just wanted to say to our frontline workers and um, everyone who was able to join us today, um, so um, this panel has been a collaboration between the Community Organized Relief Effort, also known as CORE, the Navajo Nation Grassroots Initiative, Protect the Sacred, and Johns Hopkins Center for American Indian Health. And we thank you for your participation and please stay safe. And that's it. Thank you all. Thank you all. We'll see you. If you have any questions related to the topics raised in this panel discussion, please call us at 505-413-7628 so that these can be addressed at our next panel. Again, please send questions to the addressed in a future panel to us at 505-413-7628. Thank you.